Hi everyone, this is Kevin Smith and Brian Belter. I want to welcome everybody back to our conversational devotion on the book of Exodus. I hope everybody's been enjoying things. And this is our third week, second day. We will lead things off still talking about the bread from heaven in chapter 16, verses 16 through 35. And this is what the Lord has commanded. Gather of it, each of you, as much as he can eat. You shall each take an omer, according to the number of the persons that each of you has in his tent. And the people of Israel did so. They gathered some more, some less. And when they measured it with an omer, whoever gathered much had nothing left over, and whoever gathered little had no lack. Each of them gathered as much as he could eat. And Moses said to them, Let no one leave any of it over till the morning. But they did not listen to Moses. Some left part of it till the morning, and it bred worms and stank. And Moses was angry with them. Morning by morning they gathered it, each as much as he could eat. But when the sun grew hot, it melted. On the sixth day they gathered twice as much bread, two omers each. And when all the leaders of the congregation came and told Moses, he said to them, This is what the Lord has commanded. Tomorrow is a day of solemn rest, a holy Sabbath to the Lord. Bake what you will bake, and boil what you will boil, and all that is left over lay aside to be kept till the morning. So they laid it aside till the morning, as Moses commanded them, and it did not stink, and there were no worms in it. Moses says, Eat it today, for today is a Sabbath to the Lord. Today you will not find it in the field. Six days you shall gather it, but on the seventh day, which is a Sabbath, there will be none. On the seventh day, some of the people went out to gather, but they found none. And the Lord said to Moses, How long will you refuse to keep my commandments and my laws? See, the Lord has given you the Sabbath. Therefore, on the sixth day, he gives you bread for two days. Remain each of you in his place. Let no one go out of his place on the seventh day. So the people rested on the seventh day. Now the house of Israel called its name manna. It was like coriander seed, white, and the taste of it was like wafers made with honey. Moses said, This is what the Lord has commanded. Let an omer of it be kept throughout your generations, so that they may see the bread with which I fed you in the wilderness, when I brought you out of the land of Egypt. And Moses said to Aaron, Take a jar, and put an omer of manna in it, and place it before the Lord to be kept throughout your generations. As the Lord commanded Moses, so Aaron placed it before the testimony to be kept. The people of Israel ate the manna forty years, till they came to a habitable land. They ate the manna till they came to the border of the land of Canaan. And Omer is the tenth part of an ephah. Thank you for that reading, Brian. So now we see that uh, what we teased yesterday with the uh, couple of rules, there's really not many, but lo and behold... They seem to have difficulty following them. Yep. If that's not a statement on how difficult it is for God's people, God's children, to follow his rules, I don't know what is. Yeah, yesterday um, we basically just talked about that God would provide for the people. Now God lays down just a few little ground rules. And uh, lo and behold, the Israelites, I'm not saying every single Israelite to a man couldn't follow these rules, but... There were folks that couldn't even follow some of these really simple little rules. What were they? I think there were only two rules he gave. Uh, there were only really two. Don't 
keep more than you can eat. Yeah, don't don't once the day's over, get rid of it. Yeah. Because that's I mean you're gonna get that's more kind of lying in the face of God's promise to provide yep. because you're saying, oh, I don't trust you to provide it tomorrow, so I'm going to hoard this wealth of food to make sure that you uh, to make sure that I can eat in case you don't provide. I mean, yeah, it's a I, trust issue. I there. know you promised this, but I want to make sure that I have something tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. And then the other one was, you know, there is one day I want you to keep a little extra. Yeah, take double portion on the se- on the sixth day. So the seventh day, uh, it can be your Sabbath day of rest. And uh, <laughs> I don't know if there are some people that just weren't really paying attention or <laughs> what, but they go out on that seventh day and they're like, oh, looking around, there's no bread on the ground. Oops. I hope they... <laughs> I just imagine that in my head, just these folks coming out of their tent going, uh, oops. <laughs> just, so was I supposed to remember what, something? What was I supposed to do yesterday? Yeah. Would you know, like, not, I mean, what do they say about the law? Ignorance of the law is no excuse. That's correct. Um, <laughs> uh. It works in the heavenly sense as well. You know, I'm, sometimes, I'm kind of reminded of my children in a way. Sometimes you give them dis- direction that seems very simple, like go upstairs and get ready for bed. You've been doing this for, you know, by yourselves for like nine years, six years should be able to handle it by now, but you go upstairs, one of them's half undressed, reading a book, and the other one's, I don't know, <laughs> just playing with toys or something. Not you're, getting ready for yeah, bed. Yeah, you're like, if you just get ready for bed, it would make things so much easier at One night. simple command. That's all <laughs> I had. And they couldn't do it. Yeah, that's kind of what we see here. Again, we talked about yesterday that this is just the test, one of the tests that the Lord is putting forward to see if they'll follow the law or not. Well... So far, they're not off to a, a stellar start here. Um, again, not being able to completely keep these these couple of couple of laws and rules about the gathering of the of the bread each morning. But again, even though people do break these rules, these laws, the Lord doesn't stop providing for them. The bread comes for forty years until they reach the land of Canaan. Uh, so that's again, even though they break it. He's still going to to take care of his people, to provide for his people. Yeah. And that's the forgiving nature of God. And I mean, we obviously we know that though we have the Ten Commandments, there needed to be a new covenant. And that's where Jesus came in. Yet another far more final form of forgiveness mm-hmm. and grace saying, I mean, I've tested your ability to hold uh, uphold my laws for generations. I'm, I'm going to finally create with you a permanent covenant. Yeah, the Israelites couldn't keep these two simple laws. We can't keep even the simplest of laws, commandments, anything prescribed to us in the Holy Scripture daily, we break those laws. We're flawed sinners, and it really shows us that even through these really these kind of small, seemingly small laws and things that we can't keep those. What can we expect? And it really shows the need that we yeah we have to have this savior, or we are doomed. I can easily picture myself being the guy who's daydreaming while Moses is talking. Everybody's like, "Look, like on the sixth day, you're gonna have to take more." Than the than on any of the other days for the seventh, and I'm like, 
Did he say something? I, I can easily picture myself Kevin being that guy. Kevin wandering out of his tent and his boxers <laughs> on, on a Saturday morning saying, where's the bread? <laughs> well, I forgot to listen to Moses. Well, and this just goes to show, I mean, God gets terse about it. He's like, how how long are you going to disobey my mm-hmm. my laws? But he continues to provide. An ever-loving God. I mean, say what you will about the Old Testament God. And how he can be wrathful at times. Uh, he comes by it honestly. Mm-hmm. I mean, but he still provides. He continues to provide up until the ultimate sacrifice yep. made on our behalf. Providing the ultimate promise to man. Sometimes when I see those comments by the Lord made, in, uh, especially in the Old Testament, with the, how long will you continue? Don't you kind of feel that little thing in his voice just saying, He's just, he's sad. He's frustrated with these people. Just, God, I want to take care of you. Please, just heed my voice and heed my laws. I, I, I feel that a lot sometimes when I hear the Lord saying, Oh, my people, they have messed up again. Well, I guess I need to put my foot down. And I'll be... I'll show them mercy once again. Yeah, speaking as someone who's had that tone in his voice before, <laughs> maybe I should have a little bit more empathy for my kids when they don't get my directions completely correct. Because goodness knows I don't get the Lord's completely correct either. Well, I think I would have just had a trouble with this too because I have no idea what an omer is. But uh, it's well, a good, it tells you in the it, book, It's right? a really good thing they, they gave us verse 36, you know, to tell me that an omer is the tenth part of an ephah really cleared it up Um, (laughs) now i know exactly what i'm supposed to gather well actually i did find in the study bible here smarty pants that an omer is about two quarts or two liters Uh, now it all makes sense no excuses so imagine like a two liter bottle of soda but of manna of manna two liter of manna (laughs) it's a lot of manna a little uh a nice little thing from this also. A lot of video games use the word mana. Oh, they do. For their magic system. So <laughs> thank you for that. Tie into the modern world. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that that's a good discussion on mana. Good uh, good insight. And tomorrow we get to talk about a really cool story. Water from a rock. I like, I like this one. The and, Lord uh, continuing to provide in the and wilderness. And I think that there's uh, some things in there, too, that a lot of people aren't going to remember exactly how it happens. Because there's... Some little twists and turns in that story, too. And with that, I think we can close things out for today. Uh, We would like to remind you that this is the Lenten season, as we do on every episode of this podcast. Tomorrow will be another Lenten service. We'll have one at 11 a.m., and then there will be one later that evening at 7 p.m. And as always, don't forget, 545 in the evening, we'll have a... A Lenten dinner served here at Holy Cross for some good uh, fellowship and some good food. Really great food. We're actually recording this on a Wednesday right now. Getting ready for Sloppy Joe's tonight. Oh, is it Sloppy Joe's tonight? Yes, it is. So a week ago from tomorrow, (laughs) it was Sloppy Joe's. And I'm sure they were good. wonderful time jumps of recording (laughs) in the past. Oh, sorry. Let's get back on track. Don't forget also on 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 the weekends, we do still have our services. We have a 5 p.m. service every Saturday evening. And on Sunday mornings, we have a service at 8 a.m. and a service at 10.30 a.m. In between, we have an educational hour for both adult Bible study and Sunday school. So please join us. And as we close out today on our conversational devotional, we do ask, as always, that you would join us in a short prayer. Lord, as always, thank you for bringing Brian and I together as we 
talk about your glorious acts during the book of Exodus and how you've provided for your people in the wilderness. We talked a lot today about our inability to follow your covenants and laws, and I know as we continue through this story, we'll be introduced to even more covenants and laws that you provided to us, ten commandments that we, to this day, are in, a, incapable of fulfilling on our own. We thank you so much for the grace of your Son as he died on the cross to protect us from our sins and to protect us from our own inability to follow your laws and to do your works the way you wish for us to do on this earth. Lord, we ask all of this in your name. Amen. Amen. And thank you for joining us today. And just a reminder, all scripture readings and references do come from the English Standard Version of the Bible. Thank you. God bless.